Amen. No truer words were said than that. We going through something, whether we going through something or not. When we have a little talk with Jesus, he can make it all right. And if it's going all right, he can keep it going all right. Amen. See, we want to talk to our best buddy, you know, our best girl, you know. Some of us want to sit on a psychiatrist bench and, and talk to them, you know. But talking to Jesus is the one that can get it all done. Amen. I, I, I just know that's right. Amen. How y'all doing? All right. All right. We we are. Uh, uh, we few in numbers, but we're going to be strong in spirit in here. Amen. 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 I want to thank Brother Josh for leading us in song service and, and Brother uh, Small for reading this, the text into your hearing. And thank you all for coming, taking time out of your busy evening and, and coming out and worshiping, uh, uh, treating this like the Lord's day is, is all day. Amen. All right. All right. So if you join me. In the text that was read into your hearing, in Job chapter number one, verse six and seven, I'm gonna read it again for emphasis' sake. Now, I I know some might have looked at this text, and and you know sometimes people have certain verses that's read. You know, it's oh yeah, I I, I want to hear this. Well, I I hate to disappoint you, but I'm just using this as a launching board. Okay. All right, because we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do like those Christians, first century Christians. We're going to go all over, the, uh, all over the Bible preaching the word. Amen. So, so in that particular text, Job 1 and verse 6 and 7, and it reads. Now, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence cometh thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro, and he said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. See, Satan presented himself before Jehovah and, and the sons of God, and, and and being among them, see, being among them, Satan took that opportunity to falsely accuse Job of, of serving God only because he had richly blessed him. He didn't say it in those two verses, but he says it later on if you know the story. See, Satan has been called the accuser of the brethren. And he uses every opportunity he can to accuse us of, of wrongdoing. See, what we have to know is every time he comes around, he comes around with the intention of starting some mess. Okay? That, that's, that's what he does. See, see, in, in verse number seven, it said, when the Lord asked him, say, where are you coming from? And, and, and Satan answered him. He said, I'm coming from to and fro east and west, and I've been walking north and south too. He said, I've been going in every direction I can, working 25-8. Now, I don't take no time off, no days off. He said, I, my job is to, is to start some mess. And, and, he, and he's good at, at his job. See, afterwards, so, so God said, after he said, have you considered my, my man Job? So, so 
and he made his accusation against him, saying if he wouldn't bless them so well, you know, he wouldn't serve you. So God said, okay, well, we, we, we got a little challenge here. So, so God allowed Satan to, to take away all of Job's blessings. And as we know it, Job remained faithful in spite of the adversity he, he had to face. See, and, and, and this particular story about Job is, is something that we can go back often in, in the Bible because we have to ask ourselves the same thing. When, if God takes away the blessings he gives us, could we still be serving him? I know often I, I, I put the, the, the uh, proposition to people, if, if God didn't bless you in the next year with any advances on your job and you wasn't able to buy anything new and, 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 and all you had was what you had now. Would you be serving him next year this time, you know? And some people say, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hesitantly, you know, they say, yeah. And then I say, okay, well, what about if the next three years, the same thing happens and, and, and you don't get any, any advancements or, or nothing. You just keep, with, and, and in fact, along with not getting advanced, say he takes a few things from you. Maybe a car. You might have to downsize. You're your house. You might have to downsize. You know, w would you be serving him then? And then they have to ponder a longer time, you know. And, and, and some people will say, yeah. But see, we, we don't know what we would do until we put in those positions sometimes. But I pray that we got, see, see I, I, I just know in, in God's word, sometimes God tells us he prunes us sometimes in order to give us more, to, to, in order to cause growth in our life. Sometimes you have to cut branches back, you know, a little bit and so they can, can, can sprout out. See, for us as branches, well, can we stand the pruning when it comes? See, I, I want to get my, my, my lesson title right from verse number six here. N number six says, now... There was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan came also among them. That's the title of my message. Satan came among them. I want to look at a few examples where Satan came among them and caused a mess when he came. See, I, I believe as as we study this and we look at, at, at these different times, we can learn a lot about how Satan works, which can help us to know how to better resist him when he comes. Amen. See, that's what God's word is for. It's written for our learning. So these examples in here. I, I love to go back to the Old Testament and look at these examples of how God worked with those people in that day. And not only that, but in the uh, New Testament as well. And. You know, and, and, and not just from what we read in here, but looking at other people's lives. See, we, we, these lessons, he put it, these in here for our benefit, you know, so we can look at it and learn from it and not have to experience these things in order to benefit from it. And see, we need to do that with one another's lives. We, we need to look every once in a while and see what's going on in this person's life and say, okay. Let me write that down. Let me stay away from that because that, that, that didn't benefit him 
too, too well and look at this person. See, we need to get our, li our lessons as cheap as possible sometimes. You know, le learn from other people's experience and not have to experience everything ourselves. So, so we, when we look in Genesis, when we look in Genesis chapter number three and verse one through six, it's a story that we all know very well. Satan coming and Satan, this is Satan coming uh, among Adam and Eve in the garden. Amen. So in Genesis chapter three and one through six, we'll just read it here. Now, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, has God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden. God has said, you shall not eat of it. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, that should have been in the conversation. You know, she said what, what God had told. And, and really, God didn't tell her. He told Adam and Adam told her what God had said. And and but. See, sometimes we stay in a conversation longer than what we need to be in there. Okay. We see he need to have been there talking to himself after she ended that. But she stuck around and the serpent said, said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. He just changed up a few words. He said, for God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open and you shall be as God's knowing good and evil. Now, Eve had just, as I said, should have ended this conversation at three. Amen. Okay. But now because of what he said, creating mess. She, was, she had it in her mind what she was supposed to do. Now in verse six, we read, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. See, Satan used, used the same devices on Eve that he uses on us today. He hasn't got no new devices. He, he's using the same thing that he had back there. In fact, John said in, in, in 1 John 2, 15 through 17, he said th that there's three things that comprise all that is of the world. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Okay, that, that's, what, that's what comprises the, 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 the mode of the, the world that we live in. And, and Satan managed to use these three enticements on Eve in the garden. See, when the text said when she saw that the tree was good for food, lust of the flesh, good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, lust of the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, pride of life. So she took of its fruit and ate. See, now she had been seeing these things the whole time, but it took Satan to come along and, 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 and mix the equation up. And, and start some mess. See, as I said, Satan hasn't got no new tools from, from the God. He used the same tools on our Lord in his temptation. 
surprisingly, the same tools in Luke 4 and, and chapter 1 and, excuse me, Luke 4, verses 1 through 13. The same things that he used on Eve back there in the garden, he tried the same tools on our Lord in his temptation. If you end there, if you turn to that, just so that we can see it before we leave out here in Luke chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. And I'm just going to tell you the verses, the, the, <coughs> the verses that he, he used his temptation in. That's, that's chapter 4. And in verse, in verse uh, number 3, we see that he used the lust of the flesh in verse number 3. And then the lust of the eyes in verse number six. And then the pride of life in verse number nine. But, but, but Jesus answered every temptation that Satan brought to him with it, it is written. And see, we can do the same thing. All we got to do is, is get in our Bibles and understand because these verses that Jesus quoted, they, they come from the Old Testament. These are verses that he had a part in in writing. So, so it, in fact, the, if you're writing anything down, in, in verse number three where Jesus quoted um, what he said there, that comes from Deuteronomy 8 and 3. And, and verse number six, that comes from Deuteronomy 6 and 13. And in uh, uh, verse number nine, that comes from Psalms 91 and verse number 11. So we know we, we have access to these things, but are we using them? when the time comes. See, because if you try to go up against Satan on your own strength, I'm telling you, you're not going to win. Amen. See, Satan uses these same devices today and we, we have to be aware of his schemes because he uses them very well. He's a master of disguises. No new tools. See, when he can't get you with the lust of the flesh, he might get you with the pride of life. But see, 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 I, I said it before, you know, you, you might not be the one that, that, that he can touch that lust of the flesh with, with you. But watching the commercial once before, I, I said I saw in the commercial and they were showing the Cadillac and they were saying, this is the car your neighbor say that you can't afford. OK, now, if you live in next to a neighbor and y'all not on good terms, you know. Oh, he said that about me. I'll show him I'm going out tomorrow and get one. And somebody go and make a debt. And you'd be surprised of the number of people a commercial like that would get somebody into debt just because they're not thinking and they're applying this stuff to their neighbor or, or to some, someone else. But people get paid to, to use those things to, to motivate us to, to spend when we don't have to. Amen? So, so, so we got to be aware of his schemes that, that Satan uses on us. Secondly, my second point is this. Satan comes, not only did he come among them in the garden, but Satan comes among people in order to hinder them from accepting the truth. Yeah. Even, even before they can get the truth. And we have an example of that in Luke chapter number 8. And beginning at verse 11. Luke 8. And verse 11. Now we know that this is the parable of the sower. In here. 
That's 11, 8, 11 through 15. Now, notice something about the parable that's, that's found here in verse 11 and 12. It, it's written, now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh, what? Then cometh the devil and taketh away, taketh away the word out of their heart, lest they should believe and be saved. See, Satan, Satan shows up a lot of places in that going to and fro and walking up and down in the world. See, when, when that word is, 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 is doled out to those out there in the world trying to uh, give them something to help convert them, s Satan is right there. And, and, and I, I, you know, Brother Jeff, I, I take it more to heart when, I, when I'm reading uh, the King James Version, uh, a lot of times where, with that ETH that's on there, you know. When, when, you, when you apply that continual action to that, it brings out something different because sometimes we can just read through a verse and not pay it any mind. But it says those verse 12, those by the wayside, they that are they that hear, then cometh the devil continually comes yes, the devil yes, and and taketh continually taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. So. Look, like I say, he don't take no breaks. He don't, he, don't, he don't go on on no vacations or nothing. He's working all the time, uh, coming behind uh, people that's planting God's word and trying to keep other people from even obeying the gospel. See, his goal is to take away the word before they can respond to it and before they can establish a foundation in it. A lot of times we have people who will... Uh, obey the gospel and uh, before they can come back and get their baptismal certificate the next week Satan is in their lives sowing all kinds of mess yeah. you know as soon as he get home and, 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 and relatives telling you, they, they overjoyed telling them that yeah I got baptized today I got my sins remitted and, and, and now I'm a new creature in Christ and, and they telling him you did what? Why would you go all the way over there when, when, when your aunt been the pastor of her church for 40 years and, and what makes you think you can get saved over there and you can't get saved over here? So, and, and see, when, when you get out of there and you, don't, you can't give an answer to every man that asks you a reason for the hope that's in you, then you're going to fall away. You're going to be one of those ones that God take that word. I mean, that Satan's going to take that word away from you before you can even get root in your life to, to withstand those trials that's going to come at you. See, see the, the Holy Ghost tells us that in, in, these, in these times when the devil comes to, to take away that word, see, the, the Holy Ghost says this. Now, the, in, in 1 Timothy 4 and 1, now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from the truth. They will follow deceptive spirits and, and teachings that come straight from the devil. Amen? See, see the, what the devil does, he takes away God's word and he replaces it with his own words. Yeah. See, Paul, 
Paul said in 2 Corinthians 11, 14 and, and 5, he said, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised when, when Satan and his servants transform themselves into false ministers of righteousness. When, when, uh, and and, and when, when that is done, some of them will deceive the people. See, when they come around being up to no good, but they parading themselves like they're ministers of righteousness while the, and, and, and start giving people deceptive teachings that will turn them away from the truth. See, his ministers will cause people to think that one church, one faith, or one doctrine is as good as any other. What, what makes you think that your church is any different than we all serving the same God? What makes you think that we, we, we reading out the Bible just like you read out the Bible? And, and, and he, that's what he does. He had people thinking that one church, one faith, one, one uh, uh, doctrine is as good as any other one. But while the Bible plainly teaches that there is only one faith, Ephesians 4 and verse 5, and there is only one church, Ephesians 4 and verse 4, also, Ephesians 1 and 22 and 23. And, and, and he said, and also that no vision, no division is strictly condemned. First Corinthians 1 and verse number 10. See, but if we don't read our Bibles, we can believe those false doctrine uh, preachers when they come along and give us words that where Satan have replaced God's word with his own word. See, they even, his, Satan's ministers, even make people think that baptism isn't even, even as, excuse me, isn't even necessary in order to be saved. While, while baptism is the last act of obedience that not only remits our sins, but places us into Christ. Why, why did Ananias tell Paul in Acts 22 and 16? What, he said, what are you waiting for? Why tarry thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Right. I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's in the Bible. And, and then Galatians 3 and verse 20, 27 tells us, as many of you that have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. In the same way, if we reverse that, and as many of you that have not been baptized into Christ have not put on Christ. See, you, you, can't, you can't just uh, pray the prayer and receive him in your heart, and that makes you okay with him. You know, God is not in the dry cleaning business. You, you, if you didn't get baptized for the remission of your sins, then you still have them on you, and, and you have to deal with God on, on that, that account. But, see, we got to watch who we're hearing. See, thirdly, Satan even comes among us. See, sometimes some, some of us give him a ride to here when, when we come, you know. See, see and, and, and you have to watch that because if you keep on giving him a ride, sooner or later he's going to ask to drive, okay? You have you on the other side. So, so we have to be careful when, when, when we, who we bring with us, okay? So, see, Satan came among the apostles, if we if we look back at at our Bibles in in Luke chapter 22 and verses 31. That's Luke 
chapter 22 and verses 31 and 32. And we read there in Luke 22, 31 and 32. This is when Jesus told Simon Peter that Satan desired to sift him like wheat. He said, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you that you may that he may sift you as wheat. He says, but I prayed for you. I prayed for you that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Now, let me help you with what Jesus was telling him. See. He says Satan wanted to sift you as wheat. And, and that sifting you as weak means he wants to try your faith. Yes, yes. He wants to put you through some trials and see how you hold up yes. under that. You know, see, see, some people, they don't know about sifting. You know, we, we, back, back in the day, grandma and ma had one of them sifters, you know, where you, you had to put the flour in there when it was all caked up and you put it in a sifter and you turn that thing, you know, and, 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 and you might have to run that flour through there two, three times to get it fine and get them, them, them things in there that you didn't want in your bread and your cakes and whatever you might, rolls that you might been been making. So you, you want to get them impurities out. So, so Satan said, let me sift old Peter. See, because I don't think he's going to hold up. Let, let, me, let me try. And, 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 and so the Lord said, okay, I'm going to let you sift. He said, but Peter, he said, he wants to sift you. And I'm telling you right now, he said, you're going to fail. He said, but you're not going to utterly fail. He said, so, so when you go through this sifting process, he said, after you go through there, he said, when you come back, he said, when you, can, that when you convert it, when you come back, when you turn and come back, he said, strengthen your brother. He said, because... That sifting process you're going to go through, that experience that you experience, that's what the Lord's going to bless you in there to, with that experience, to be able to come back and share that with your brethren and not only warn them about that sifting process, but help strengthen them and telling them how you got through. See, anything that we go through successfully with the Lord's help, makes you a tour guide for somebody coming along after you that's going through the same thing. And, and God expects us, he expects us to use those experiences for those that's around us in our family. So sometimes we don't, we don't want to, some things that we've experienced in our life, we, we cautious about sharing it with somebody because if I tell you that, you're going to think badly of me. Because I was this way when 20 years or 25 years ago. But now with the Lord's help, you know, I, I, I see we all were those used to be people, you know. I used to be this. But now we those, but now, we those, but now people, okay. I used to be this, but now. In, in the Lord's hands, I'm this, this way now. Not, not because of anything that I've done, but because of what he's done through me. And, 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 and when, when we become those but now people, 
then the Lord expects us to help somebody else because this, I guarantee you, there's many people coming along behind you that's going to go through the same thing that you went through. And, and the Lord expects us to share those experiences and help those that's coming along behind us. See, see, Jesus was telling Peter, look, help those co-laborers in Christ after you turn and come back because you, you, you're going to stumble, but you're not going to fail totally. So help them when you come back to, 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 to strengthen their lives as well. See, Scripture tells us that Satan uses his ministers to infiltrate the, the church and the work that's being done in the church as well. In Second Peter chapter 2 and verse number 1, we have a word from the Lord there in Second Peter chapter 2 and verse number 1. And the word reads, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought, brought them, brought them rather, and bring upon themselves swift destruction, swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. See, if we're not careful, see, they'll come, people will come in and, and the scriptures teach that some of them don't, uh, sometimes they don't come from the outside. They homegrown. They homegrown. They'll come right up amongst us and, and, and turn people away. And, 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 and especially if people have influence while they're in here, it's not, it's not hard for them to lead other people away just behind their influence. Not even uh, uh, the words that they're, they're used, but some people have smooth words that will deceive people and take them away. I'm going to wrap this up with how can we overcome Satan's devices? See, James tells us in James chapter number four and verse number seven. In James four and verse number seven, we, we read, James says, submit yourselves Therefore, to God, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. See, we're used to reading that second part. We, we're used to people saying, you want to get rid of the Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Yeah. You can try that if you want to. Okay, see, because you got to put all that together. You're, you're resisting the devil on your own. It's futile, okay? You, you can try that if you want to. See, see, if you don't put that first part with that, it says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Submit to him first. And then, along with you submitting to God, being around God, hanging around God. That, that's just like when, 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 when at school you, you got a bully there that, that keep on picking on you. And, and then one day your older brother comes to school with you and you... you and he said, well, let's go in and, and check this bully out. Let me see what he's going to do today, okay? And, and, and now you're walking with your older brother, and you see the bully, and, and you walk up on a, and, yeah, yeah, what you got to say, you know? 
Yeah, I, I wish you would start something today. You, see, 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 you bold. You bold because you got help with you today. All right. So, 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 and, and and that's what he's talking about. He said, when you submit to God, when you got the favor of God with you, and say, and you resisting the devil, then he'll flee from you. Okay. So, so I say, and, and you can't leave this other part off. He said, and he said, he'll flee from you. Verse eight says, draw nigh to God. And he'll draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. See, you got to put all that foolishness away. See, when, you, when you're submitting to God, you're, you're spending time around God, you're getting in the favor of God, and you, as you draw nigh to him, draw nearer to him, he's be, he'll be drawing nearer to you. Amen? And, and, and see, you'll have... You'll have that spirit. Even God don't have to physically be with you. You'll just know that I got the favor of God with me. And, and I, can, I can go. Now, see, that, that don't mean you walk up in the lines then. Okay. You know, you, you, you use some discretion with where you go. But you know, you're not going to be walking around scared because you got the favor of God with you. So that was one. The last one is this. And this is important. In Ephesians, see, see, Paul said in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, he says, take unto you the whole arm of God that you may withstand the devices of the evil one. Let me get over here to this verse and, and, and look at this with you. In Ephesians chapter number 6 and beginning at verse 10. And, and it says here, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. See that? That's why you can't do this by yourself. It said be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You got to see when you, when you had that, when you faced that bully, see, you was being strong in the power of the person with you might. OK, so and, and that's what you want to keep in mind. He says, when you, when you do that, he says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. See, now that word wiles there, that's the word that we get the word method or method, methodology from. See, he's saying, beware of Satan's schemes. He got, see, you got to know his methods. God lays out Satan's methodology. We, we, I just told you about three of them. He don't, he don't have no more. Amen. See, he got, he can camouflage them, you know, so you don't see them. But he only had three methods that he used. He just camouflaged them so that, that, that he'll try to get them past you. What he can't use on Brother Bill, he'll try to use on me. But it says he wants you. He said, put on the whole armor that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And, and, and this is something I was telling the, the muscle and shovel class that we had. On when I when I first became a Christian, I came here with my different ideas of what I wanted out of Christ, what I wanted to gain, what, what I needed to, to do. And, and then after a while, walking in this, I said, wait a minute, I got to scratch them things off the list. I, it's some other things that I need in order to be uh, more complete in this walk. My list 
became comprised of these things right here. The, the whole armor of God, the fruit of the spirit and the graces that's spoken about in Second Peter chapter number one. See, because when you have time and you look over those things, you're going to need all three of them lists in your life to be more successful at this walk. Now tell me you, you can make it without these things in your life. He said, verse 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, see, he said we, our battle is not fleshly. So a lot of times we think my battle is uh, with this one that's in front of me, you know. You, you don't, with my supervisor, with, with this. And see, Satan has, has, has used isms and schisms and divisions all in this world that make us at odds at one another. See, we think that the, that the, the white person is my enemy, the, the rich person, the, the intelligent one, and the skinny one, the fat one, the, you know, all these different things. And, and we don't even recognize who our enemy is, first of all. See, and, and you're fighting a losing battle when you don't even know who your enemy is. OK, first identify who the enemy is. My enemy is not the one that's causing this contention between me right now. It's the one who's pulling his strings in this contention. And I might be my own enemy if I allow myself to be pulled into this and not even know where he's sitting back getting two for one. All he, all he had to do is bring somebody and if I don't know, we, we at it, we fighting and, and he, he's sitting back laughing at that. So, so we, we got to understand his methodology, understand we are not in a fleshly battle, but we are fighting spiritual wickedness. Last time I looked, I, I, you can't see a spirit. I've never seen one, okay? And, and see, so you around here, you swinging at, at a spirit and you, you shadow boxing, you ain't hitting nothing, okay? So, so understand that for this, this spiritual battle that I'm in, I'm gonna need some spiritual weaponry. Verse 13 says, Wherefore, take upon you the whole armor of God that you may be able to, able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. After you've done all this, then stand. You know, you got to do, do what he said before that. After you do all this, he said, then stand. After you got the whole armor of God on. He said, stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth. Having your loins girded about with truth. That was a belt that the, the, the now he given is of a soldier back in that day. And all that he array that he had on, he had a belt and he had weapons attached to that, all, all the things that he needed. So he's saying, if you wear the belt of truth with you, he said that that's going to be one essential piece of equipment that you need. See, and, and, and so many people, they are, they are gravitate away from the truth when it feels good to them. When, when telling a lie right now might benefit me, you know, so I need to tell this lie. But see, the problem with that is, see, a lot, lot of times liars have bad memories, you know, and they forget which, which person they told which lie to. Amen. So I can't, I can't remember if this is the lie I told Elmira or is this the lie I told Sister Lisa. 
And which one did I tell uh, Sister Brooks? I, I don't, you know, it stuff started running together after a while. So, but when you, when you line yourself with the belt of truth, you only have to remember one thing after that. So, so, so he says, put on that belt of truth. He says, having on the breastplate of righteousness. See, like I said, all this equipment go together. You know, then you're trying to do what's right. He says, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Being a peacemaker. I think the Lord told us something about them being blessed back in the Beatitudes. See, see you, you're the peacemaker on the job. When stuff is, if people at each other's throat, you, you say, look, come on, wait a minute. Let's pray about this. You know, they don't want to hear that. They want to bang you because you're coming between them. But, but see, but you, you want to be the peace, not only with somebody else, but with yourself. You know, when you find yourself in disagreements with somebody, see, your spiritual man need to come outside of you and look at you and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, and, and, and remind us that we're supposed to be peacemakers. And, and that's what we, we have to do. But we got to be listening to you when, when that happens. Say, your, your feet shod with the preparation of peace, he says, and above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. See, we, we need that that, that short shield, you know. This is not the big one, okay. They had big shields and they had short ones. And the short one was a lot of time when you're in that battle and he's swinging his sword, you might throw, that, throw it up there or somebody's shooting some darts at you, you know, ping, ping, ping. You know, you're using your shield. See, that shield of faith, I understand that I'm in the faith. I got God's word working in my life. See, sometimes you call yourself a Christian. You can call me whatever you want to. I know I'm a Christian. I, I don't call myself. I, I am a Christian, okay? And I'm trying to do this, uh, and, and I'm not going to get in no battle with you. Or what do you call you? What are you? You know, what's your excuse, you know? So, so, so we, can, we can get pulled into that. I'm just going to worry about myself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put all this armor on, put... My, have my shield on and protect myself from the fiery dark. And verse 17 says, and take the helmet of salvation and the, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. See, we need to be versed in that word of God. See, we, we, got, a, we got a part of us. We got a part of us that a essential part of us, which is the spirit of God that's in us. And he's the one to enable us to be able to do all this stuff that we've been talking about this evening. But sometimes we, we don't give him anything to work with. He's sitting there waiting. His job is to bring to my remembrance those things I've studied. And I haven't put nothing in there so he can't bring nothing to my remembrance. He's sitting up there twiddling his thumb like the Maytag repairman said, give me something to work with. I can't, I can't give you what you haven't already put in there. So we, we got to get the word in here so that he can bring it up when we need it at the right time. When, 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 when Satan tries us, we, we, we had the right thing. We had the Holy Spirit reminding us of how we need to conduct ourselves at that particular time. And lastly, I'm closing the Bible up after this. Praying always, verse 18, Important, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication 
for all saints. Not only am I praying for myself, but I'm praying for you all as well. Praying for one another. Praying for Sister Naomi when she coming here for sweet hour prayer and she dragging. Because you, you can see that the job been put on her today. All right. You know, and, and see, I need to be praying for my sister that, you know, God, please put a hedge around her and protect her. You know, when, when my wife get in the car and she's telling me all these different things that, that happened on the job today. You know, you ain't got to stop and pray. You, you can, I, I got to pray while, while I'm taking us home. Okay. Praying for her. Lord, you know, help her, help these co-workers of her to do what they're supposed to do and take some pressure off her. But, we, you know, we, we, we got to be praying for one another. See, some of us don't even have a prayer life. You, you ask uh, uh, some Christian, well, well, how's your prayer life? They say, my what? They, your prayer life. How's your prayer life? He said, oh, wait a minute. I had, wait a minute, where did I? Wait a minute, I got to look where my last... Uh, catastrophe happened in my life. Oh, here it is. Wait a minute. It's up underneath. Here it is. Here it is. See, some of us are like that. We don't even have a prayer life. And, and, and that's so important because you, you might call on God and, and, and he might look at the call ID and say, who is this? You know, he don't, he don't even recognize you. It's been so long. It's been so long since y'all talked. Keep, keep your prayer life intact. Amen. Amen. Look, Josh, I, I, I'm through. See, if you're here and you haven't obeyed the gospel, it starts by, first of all, hearing God's word, believing his word, repenting of your sins, confessing the sweetest name on mortal tongue that Jesus Christ is the son of God and being baptized for the remission of your sin. That puts you in the race. Now you have access to all that power I was talking about. See, because the world can't get all them tools that we were just talking about in, in, in Ephesians. They, they don't have access to that. And, and plus the natural man don't even understand these things. So, so they're only two spiritual people. But, but, but go after them. Look at them list when you, when you have time. Look at that, that, that list of the arm of God, the fruits of the spirit, and the graces. Those eight graces that's in Second Peter. And, and, and tell me if those wouldn't benefit your life with having those in there. More than hitting, uh, what's, what's that uh, jackpot thing? That, I'm telling you. More than Powerball will bless you. Those things will bless your life that, that make it more, more prosperous. Amen? Come on, Josh. Take us home. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood?